can't get enough eye-popping, jaw-dropping, heart-stopping reality TV? Yeah! Then head to Hey You, home of reality on demand. Stream and download the latest episodes from shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and The Real Housewives, same day as the US. It's like a dream come true. Or binge old faves like The Simple Life and The Hills. That's hard. Hey You, reality on demand. Get the app to start your 30-day free trial and let the binge sesh begin. Boy town, boy town, gotta get down with boy town. We're back. Hey, back. We're literally back in the country. We've been away, and this is going to building houses for charity. No, we weren't. This will be the quickest turnover in the history of our podcast. Yeah, it's going to be recorded today, and it's out today. So you're listening to this. It was made the same day, unless you're listening to it like another day, on a different day. Definitely, hundred percent. How have you been, Big Bear? I'm good. I'm glad Just to give you a big kiss on the show back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been good. I've, I've had a troublesome week. Did you, you miss me? Um, yeah. Gay. Um, no, I miss you too. No, you were texting me, you. telling me what yeah, you shut up. Me yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a tough week. We've been we've been away, so yeah. you know, I think you're away for a bit, and you suppose I'm away next Monday. Why? I'm in Scotland. When? To film Monday to Wednesday. What are you filming? Well, I'll do a podcast on Sunday. Because we're meeting up anyway. What are you filming? <laughs> what? Hey, what's what up, baby? You told me I'm this. doing a thing. You betrayed me. Maybe for the AFA. But I only found out today, okay? But we'll talk about it. We'll do that in the later. That's all right. Um, you were on a stag do. I, I was. But quite a simple stag do for you. Yeah. You've changed your ways. Yeah, I have changed my ways. I have. I was. I'm sorry, you. It's I'm not saying it sounded boring, but like no, no, no. I was like, "What are you up to, big dog?" And you were like, "Yeah, we're back in the hotel." You know, you were you were keeping the head down. Well, on the first day, we got there at like eleven in the morning. Where was this day? Budapest. Miles in Budapest, my body and treasures. Golden grand piano, my beautiful Castillo. You, I leave you. But yeah, Give me one good reason. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, don't it, it's not as sweet as he makes it out to be. Who? George uh, Ezra. George Ezra. <laughs> he on the stack? No, he... he uh, Ezra popping off. If, I, if he had been there, he could have taken him to all those secret locations, you know, yeah. so he could have showed us a good time. But um, no, it was, it was good. It was just... It was a lot of drinking for a long time with a lot of big drinkers. So it was... Um, How many of you went over? Six. Or if you're speaking German, six. The, the dirty half dozen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was... Yeah, but it was good. We started drinking on the Thursday night and went down to Dublin because um, the flight was bright and early. We didn't want to have to travel. You stay in Dublin? Sea, and we stayed in I Dublin that for the too. night. Um, Where'd you stay? In the Maldron at the airport. Oh, okay. But um, we were there and me and one of my mates got sexually, uh, I was going to say provoked. It's not that. <laughs> we were we were invited into this man's room for a threesome and we just said, no, nah, you're all right, mate. Really? Yeah, dude was just uh, at the bar because it was really... What sort of dude? Weird. Freaky! It was there was a six of us just sitting at the bar, and then this dude kind of just came and sat at the end. I was like, "What? Ah, what is? Ah, ah, ah. Like, what? Why are you laughing?" He's like, "You're so funny, guys." I was like, "Was it Mister Chow from the?" No, no, he was. It was like a an Eastern European type dude. Okay. I think yeah, it was a bad. Uh-huh. Hello. But no, not even like that. It was like he was more like this, like kind of German maybe, like yo. Oh yeah. But oh. Yeah, oh. I so oh. and so probably gay because he wanted to fuck me and my friends, you know. That's what. Um, so he just sat there and had an argument with the barman about the amount the guy charged him. I think he was trying to make us go. Don't worry, bro. We'll we got her. you. We didn't. He was weird. So then that was fine. 
we sort of called an early night to get to the bed early. And myself and mate Griff went round and we were getting a couple of bottles of water out of the vending machine. And this mm-hmm. dude just appears and he goes, do you like chocolate? And we were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we do. But he goes, man, got to have a little bit of chocolate before bed. The lunch off yeah. the table. <laughs> so he just got himself a wee chocolate bar. And then as we were still, like I said to Griff, like, don't, don't move, let him leave because he's a creepy guy and I don't want to yeah. engage him. So then he sort of left, but it just transpired to be that his room was right beside where the vending machines were. Oh, and he opened the door and he's like, do you want to come in for like a little bit of chocolate? And we're like, oh, no. Now you're all right, mate. We're just... You're like, now nah, we're coming for chocolate, <laughs> but a bum. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, well, Suck his dick, well, didn't like, yeah, yeah, give him a mic. And, but, yeah, we just thought it was weird. So me and Griff were like, what a weird guy. And then we went and sucked each other off. <laughs> we went to sleep. So, yeah, it was good. And then we got up bright and early. Chocolate? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Do you want some chocolate? It's like, yeah, no, you're yeah. all right, mate. Keep your chocolate and your poo-poos. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, we got up bright and early and headed off to Budapest. Budapest. And, yeah, it was... How long is that flight? Three hours. Three hours. It's longer than I thought, you know. Mm. So we got there, we had a few beers in the plane at like seven. Oh um, dear. Did we have a beer in the airport? Yeah, we did. We had a beer in the airport. Got a few in the plane. Got there. Stagged in it. Exactly. Just drank, 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 drank. And like, we were drinking vodkas and Red Bulls, except we were drinking local vodkas and oh, no. Red Bulls called Hell. Oh. No, not a great yeah, show. No, so we were getting a lot of vodkas and Hells on board and we just did a lot of drinking. One of those ones where you... And we, we managed to be out in the first night till about 1, which considering we started drinking yeah. at 6am, it's, it's quite a shift, you know, it's a good a good day. And then second day, we got up, feeling a bit worse for wear overall, had to apologise to the hotel, because apparently we were eating so much chocolate, <laughs> so much chocolate, <laughs> and uh, no, we, we ended up having a bit, bit uh, too much hanky-panky, so to speak, up and we had a bit of fighting in the hallways. The Thank you, Panky. Like, I know, it's right, yeah. <laughs> you, know, but you and your mates no, no, were no, thrown out of a hotel. I meant a bit like rumpy pumpy, you know, but that's still, that's still <laughs> the same thing for a second. Well, a couple of the boys. Right, if, if you want to wrestle right. someone, like, uh, yeah, don't wrestling. go up to my dad and be like at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> what about a rumpy pumpy? My dad will break your legs. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he won't. He'll he try won't. Uh, <laughs> but no, essentially, a couple of the boys we had a, like. A, what else do you call it? Intercourse. Well, oh, me and the boys were just having a bit of intercourse. <laughs> but we were just having a wee bit of gay sex and bit of wrestling. Yeah, fine. A bit of wrestling, and apparently there's a bit of slamming going on, and that like wrestling slamming. Right, well, right not right. in the hallways, and that caused a bit of noise. Oh, no. And in the morning, like we were all big lads when the photo was out. It was quite funny because the next day the guy was like, "Yeah, you caused a little bit of noise there." And one was of the that guys, the same chocolate? Yeah, I, can't, I can't believe you're robbing me. It's crazy. But um, the guy's like, yeah, you caused a little bit of noise there last night, boys. Um, don't do it again. And I think one of the guys like, we're on a stag day, so we probably will. But it's only one more night. Like, don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. So yeah, it was, there was that one of the guys had a wee bit of a tumble on the first night, cut his knee. Luckily, we had a doctor with him. He's stitching him up the next day. It's all good. And then... Uh, uh, sorry, that's like, you <laughs> have changed. Because that's like... What up, mate? Then he, oh, mate, you want to see it? One of the boys caught his knee. <laughs> Pretty deep. He put away a uh, super tail plaster on it and he hey. was back on the juice. Hey, hey how many stags have you been on? I'm one of my first one in a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, try nine, motherfucker. Oh, I'm, I'm, I've seen something. I'm like a war vet. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the guy. Like nowadays, I'm at the stage in stag dudes where you just bring me into advice. On right, things. Right. I'm not really taking part. But yeah, you're like the MOD has hired you, like freelance, mm-hmm. to come in and... Like, you know one of those judges that come back and does yeah. uh, like public inquiries? That's like me. Yeah. yeah. You know, we just... <laughs> the, the Elliot inquiry? 
But we That's all uh, call this podcast. But the second the second day was the day of the activity, which was the spa baths. They're like thermal baths. Yeah, I've heard about this. Which were pretty cool. Now it was minus ten. Is it indoor or outdoor? Outdoor. Minus ten in Budapest. But the, the baths are like thirty eight degrees. What state was your winky? Well, when Mawinky got oh dear, Mawinky got into the cold, it was it didn't exist. It was more just like a wee like a wee bumhole from yeah, the front. Yeah, yeah. But when I got in the water, it slunged out like it just yeah. rolled out. Yeah, I was like, you know, <laughs> unravel like a lizard's <laughs> tongue. <laughs> you know, if you burst open of the security doors of the airplane, and like yeah, the, yeah. a wee slide comes out. That was what it was like. And it, is. it was great, and we made up this drinking game because we weren't allowed to drink in the actual water. So the rules were: if you go to buy the round, you have to buy six beers. And stack them along the ground. You're not allowed back in the water until you've done your beer. So we got one like that. Was very, and we're all scamping about in the cold like we, we kids. And yeah, yeah. Down your beer, run in, tag one of the other boys. They run out, do their beer, run in. Did that about six times in the heat of the water. Six beers though at a time? No, no, one beer at a time. But then you tag in the other Oh, get you, get you, get you. So did that. And then, what was that? You'll enjoy this bit. But whenever I went in, I was obviously hammered because of the heat of the, the blood going around and stuff was... Not a good experience, but any time you're drinking in, in the water, there's this guy coming around going, don't drink the water, shouting at you real. And like, it was almost became a game to try and get booze in the water and you just disappear off into the steam. <laughs> like the gorillas in the mist, it was, yeah. it was good. But what got me was, I shouted at everyone for drinking in the pool, bar these like three old dudes who just came in and there's like a sweet chess board in the, like in the middle of the, the pool right. and these old boys are just bringing their own chess pieces just playing chess with a bottle of drink right and the drink is, is like a Hungarian version of um, Jägermeister Jägermeister by, by you do, sometimes you pronounce things like you're from like Boston <laughs> like you went Jägermeister like the way on stage you say masturbate <laughs> like it's, it, see when you get near that bit yeah my willy goes funny but you don't know, I had a, a sex education That's teacher a from Boston. That's <laughs> like, So this guy masturbates, he's a big quack. So I got my camera and do you think it's something right, wrong so with quack? So they're drinking the Jägermeister. So, <laughs> I don't know where that was. It's, <laughs> but it wasn't uh, it wasn't Jägermeister, it was um, a Hungarian version called, don't have a guess? Cum juice. <laughs> Unicum. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> so close. Unicum? So it's literally called Unicum. We'll look it up here and see exactly what, what's in Unicum, but it sounds like... Somebody walking by Queen's yeah. in a bucket. <laughs> so they drink Unicum out there, and apparently it's a big thing. Um, Unicum? U-N-I-C-U-M? Yeah, Unicum. Guys, would you like some chocolate? If not, I've got a bottle of Unicum. <laughs> There's a Unicum. These dudes are just this stuff, which is... Hungarian liquor. Um, apparently, it's an aperitif or a digestive, which is nice. So, that's their special drink, the Hungarian Unicum. I'd rather have a digestive mate than drink that. <laughs> but um, also, as well, let me see. Was that we went to a Chinese restaurant that night before the big sesh, and afterwards, the dude was like, "Do you want like we bit a bit of Taiwanese schnapps to finish?" And the boys were like, "Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. It's going. To, what's happened yeah. to the to the thing?" Oh no, that's terrible. Oh god, it's because you moved it. Sorry, we're just having a wee issue with the GoPro. Technical. There we go. That's us. Right, so um, we went there and like, do you want the schnapps? And I said, we're like, yeah, of course, I'll have some schnapps. And he's like, just drink it. Don't don't smell it or anything. <laughs> just put it in there. You know. Right. And I said that plenty of times. Yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. smell it. Just and you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> the guys like go for it, and they were like, it's gonna be like wee peach schnapps or something to finish your dindins. Down all of us. <laughs> 
really uh, noticeable and it was like strong tequila mixed with some sambuca topped up with alcohol no it was the worst and like the rest of the night every burp just tasted, tasted like, like it. stuff and I, i'd rather it be uni come than, than that to be honest but but a good trip good trip we did what like it's on a stadium what do you want to do at stadium i was given instructions the best man he wants booze you know there's yep. been previous stadiums i've been on before where guys have gone i want booze I want to see a bit of boo, maybe. Yeah. Sort that out. Not in this stag trip, you just want a beer. Just wanted straight dick. Just straight up dick. You yeah, wanted yeah. chocolate and unicum. The dick clubs are Budapest. <laughs> so we got it. And it was, yeah, it was a good time. But again, that's been like the first time I've drank this year. And it's the first time I had a major session in a long time. So it took me a while to recover. I think I might have got a wee kidney infection from being out in that minus 10. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm I'm a trooper. I'm all right. I was in Las Vegas, Nevada. Viva Las Vegas. No, don't like a day. What are you, where, where, what other Las? I'm just places? trying to build it up because obviously people know you've been in Las Vegas. They're not stupid. It's amazing. Don't don't. It's amazing for two days. Vegas is like a two day place. Here's what you can do, right? I've heard it's real naughty though, and like it's if you do it once, it's all you really need to do. You get see what we got more tea. One. I'm trying to be subtle so as people would hear it. Hang on. Sing me a wee song where you're pouring my tea, like Polly put the kettle on or something. Uh, Polly put the kettle on, do me. I don't know the song. It has to end with, we all have tea. We all have tea. Um, you need milk? Mm, yes. Um, so, see the way you say it's a naughty time? Uh-huh. Like, somebody was telling me that anything, like, goes wild or proper right. in Vegas is like out of the strip it's not on the strip because the strip's like touristy you maybe yeah. get some families about um, I thought you were going to say fanny about no well, you, heard, <laughs> there is that I heard it's very hefty on the old strip clubs in Vegas do you know there mustn't be one on the strip because we mm. walk the strip not like a we, hunting? we yeah, walk we, we walk the strip loads mm. of times but then you did get like people coming up to you like dudes coming up to you and saying like strip clubs any strip clubs and they would say they'd take you on like a limo to a strip club, but apparently they're just all in the middle of nowhere. But then uh, we got offered drugs. I've never been offered drugs more time in my life. Um, By John, the guy you were with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was he flat out. Um, guys would like speak near you, right? So you're huh. walking down the strip, and then these guys would go, "Charlie, baby," and you go, "Huh?" And he like just was a wee whisper, and he go, "Charlie, baby," you like Charlie, baby, and you go, "What?" And then you realise all you mean is cocaine. Yeah. Because I thought they were just looking for like a relative or a friend who had gone AWOL on the trip. Um, so everyone's like, Charlie, baby. You want Charlie, baby? Or mate John, right? So yeah. I was like, just don't look at them. Don't say anything. Just walk on. Don't speak to the drug dealers. John, after a few beers, on the way to the, the boxing match we're going to, he went, okay, went, Charlie, baby. John goes, now I'm all about the cat, mate. And yeah. then they were all like, I get you cat, baby. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm only joking. And uh, yeah, I nearly kicked funny. off. Not no, funny. no, it nearly kicked off. Disrespectful. Um, but the, yeah, they, so they offered you Charlie. They offered you strippers. But then they also offered you party favours. There was other real cum guys going about. Being party like, favours? You guys need any party favours? And we're like, no, what is a party favour? Um, maybe I should look up party favour. What is a party favour? You want a party favour, baby? Uh, party favour? What is this? Over here, I think party favours are like wee gifts you give, like party bags for adults, are they not? An act of kindness, or maybe it's a... That's what a favour is. Yeah. 
I don't know. I didn't. I, we didn't take any. Maybe you were in, you were just in a different kind of part of town, and party fever between something else. But I was. I gambled. Right. Okay. How much are we talking? Big dough. Sixty bucks. Fuck. Cashish. Um, and I lost in about six seconds. Nice. See if there was a place to play jack change. I'd have. Mm-hmm. I'd have made back the money it cost yeah. me to go on that trip. But you, there is no such place. And it's like the you casinos there aren't as good as like say Caesar's Palace. It's not as good as like Newcastle, County mm-hmm. Down. Because there's no dodgems or anything yeah. in there. All right, okay. If you want to break up the gambling, you can't. But you get free booze in there, don't you? Yeah, so if you're playing the machines or you're at a gambling table, they come over and mm-hmm. play you free. And they put they pump oxygen into the casinos. Yeah. Like so you, being? Yeah. She's talking like this. That's not how being talks. Can I please play the blackjack? Yes, I would like a party favour. <laughs> he said like that guy that tried to get me into his bedroom back and think, would you like some chocolate? <laughs> um, it's good to like see Las Vegas. Like I recommend you you go to it, but just for a day, a day or two. I had the opportunity to go to Vegas a couple of years back, but um, make a wish foundation. Yeah, I was, I was on holiday. You wanted to meet David Copperfield. And my sister was like, "Do you want to go to Vegas for a few days?" And I was like, "Nah, yeah, nah. I'll probably want to do different kind of things." And she was like, "What would the ideal trip to Vegas be Tits. for you?" And she was like, "Um." I'd like to go and see like Grand Celine Dion. Maybe go to Grand Canyon. Yeah, but like I just want to see tits. We were, tits in the water. Where are they playing? Where? Where is? Where can the tits get into water? <laughs> ideally, what I'd like to see. We were going to go see Britney, but it was we were two years. So we went to see the Blue Man Group. Nice, terrible Blue decision. Blue. No, no, we were all right. There was a guy. I remember I was over in Glasgow this time visiting a few of my mates at uni. We're in a bar. And uh, Scottish DJ's dropping some Britney, and he came out with a classic line. He goes, "Everybody, you ready for it?" And we're like, "I goes, I is Britney Bunch." Music on, it's the craziest sound. That's Britney Bunch. That's Britney Bunch. Oh no, that's great. Um, say you went over. Oh yeah. Say you were a single man. You went over to the Carframpton fight that oh, I did dear. in Vegas, um, and you were on your way to the fight, and Britney stopped you on the way, and she went, "Listen." I'm cancel my show tonight. I just mm-hmm. really need some dick. Right, okay. You've you've gone on the trip to go uh-huh. to the car front and fight. Yeah. Um, but just before you walk into the arena, she's like, "Do you want to come to my room?" And I said, "Well, if I'm a single guy and I'm in Vegas, yeah, and I think Carl will get it. I would say Carl, look, sorry, I came to see your fight. There's about another twenty thousand other people watching. Nah, he um, needs your support, like he says. Nah, he he puts out a tweet as she's saying this. Yeah. You, you happen to see, and it says. Can't wait for the fight. Got my boy at the Dave Elliott to yeah. support me. And then a wee fist emoji. I would just say, so, no, I'm, I'm fucking Britney. I'm sorry. I'm fucking I'm, Britney, I'm fucking bitch. Britney. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm doing it. Because, yeah, you won't get that opportunity. Celine Dion? No. She, Celine Dion would be like a, a rebound fuck with Sedine. So Sedine. <laughs> Sedine Assad. Hey, baby, I'm Sedine. I can get you all the party favors you need, baby. <laughs> you come see Sedine, baby. <laughs> Sadingo, <laughs> you a good time, baby. Where did you come from? I don't know where Sadine said. Oh, Sadine, come on in. <laughs> yeah, baby, Sadine got the hookup, girl. <laughs> we do cat. Oh, you won't get, baby. Sadine got you, baby. <laughs> Can we make a video of a guy called Sadine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sidetracked. Uh, yo, 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 yo. What's wrong with you, baby? That's <laughs> a headache. Steen got the shit for you, girl. Mm. Um, Can't There was some. There were some. Uh, <laughs> there were some Northern Ireland fans who were maybe 
um, inquiring about <laughs> some, of the, some of the street people. <laughs> Anyone seen Sadine? <laughs> no, the people out in the street that were offering the drugs. Some of the wow. some other Northern Ireland fans, hypothetically, were maybe inquiring about what what party favors they had. Yeah. And I, <laughs> so they're talking to this black girl, and as I walked past, I heard her say to them, "Yeah." <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's their birthday cake. So it must have been the kind of like weed or whatever yeah. it was. And the boys were loving the birthday cake. <laughs> Every day is Sadine's birthday, babe. What you got him? What you got, Sadine, baby? If you don't have cash, there's other ways to pay, baby. Here, a drug dealer offered to suck my dick. Um, so did you do it? So when I was in Miami, right? As in, not a couple of years ago. Right, okay. This guy, I'm just walking down the street, and he goes, "Hey man, I just want to say you look real cool, yeah." And I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, baby." And I, I was like, "All right, cheers." <laughs> and I walked on. And then when I was in Vegas, right, this guy was offering us the the Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, baby. And we're like, "No, we're okay, thank you. We we've eaten." Um, so we're walking on, and then he's like, "Y'all look real good, man." And I was on my way to the fight. I was wearing like a shirt and a blazer. I did look really good, and he goes. The best dressed in Vegas, man. And my, and my mate Joe was laughing. I was like, "Oh, thank you." And he goes, "You won't get yourself a boyfriend, baby." <laughs> I was like, "No, nah. no, I just just want to go to the fight, mate." And then he's just offering to blow me. That nice. Did you call back in the way? I said, the "I said it's Sadiq or nothing." Yeah, yeah Sadine, baby, I got you. Sadine, I call him Sadiq. Sadiq's my tag team partner, baby. Sadiq's my partner in Sadine and Sadiq been working the strip for thirty years, baby. <laughs> We never age, baby. Every night, baby. We get into an ice bath every night, baby. That's why I look 15, baby. I'm 77 years old, baby. It's the demon Sadiq keeping it sweet, baby. Oh, it's the demon Sadiq. Where did that, that even come from? I don't know. Mm. But no, I wouldn't have sex with Celine Dion. Sadine Sadiq came here, baby. We, we used to be <laughs> we used to be Donny Osmond's backing singers, baby. And then we just stay on after his residency, baby. Hey, baby, rub me. Rub me. Oh, yeah. I'm Sadini in a lamp, baby. <laughs> come on. That's I'm right. Sadini in a bottle, baby. Come, come, come. Uh-uh. You rub Sadine, baby. He's going to pop out and give you one wish. Uh-uh. I'll tell you what the wish is. I love that dick, baby. Oh, oh Sadine. <laughs> I'm gonna write Sadine down here and oh. do some of that later. Sadine. Oh. Sadina, Sadina. Oh. <laughs> That's just some sweet Islamic music we listen to. Medina, listen to it. I think. Wow. Um, there we go. So, yeah, it was a good trip, but I didn't like the flight. No, flying Norwegian Airlines on my home. They don't even give you a blanket. Are they not sweeter than Ethiopian? Ethiopian are the sweetest, yeah. but Norwegian don't give you like even a blanket or a pillow or anything. I was was sit- it full flight? I was yeah. I was sitting beside people, and you know that the, the the little princey likes to spread out. Of, <laughs> don't don't I like I like I like a road in myself. Yeah, and I had it up until the very last minute, and the set boarding was done. We're right at the back of the plane, and then a couple got on, and I was like, I know they're coming to sit right beside me. How I'm upset dead. did you go? Nine out of ten upset. That's so sly. Yeah. She, she kept needing to piss as well. No, I was in the aisle. No. Yeah, but you want to do it on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know Sadine, baby? Sadine <laughs> sends his wishes, baby. 
So Dean says, one more party, baby, before you go, baby. You want the dodo? <laughs> no, oh, no, just a piece, oh, baby. Flights, flights, were, flights were bad on the way back. Yeah, we struggling. Got, we got our flight at 11 in the morning. So yeah. we got to bed at like 4 or whatever. And then got up at like 8. And that's some time the bus came to get us at 8. But I went to sleep in the plane on the way back. So it's great. Woke up. And make Griff was like, whoa, that's a good sleep, eh? And I looked at her watches, 20 minutes of being asleep, man. Yeah. Fucking hours. Yeah, yeah. Two and a half hours of shit to go. Yeah. Wasn't a good time. Could have done with some party favours up there. I was telling you, I watched Batman v Superman flight. Uh, give, it, give it a review. Batman v Superman, starring... Ben Affleck. And... Henry Cavalli, is that what he's called? Cavill? Henry Cavill, isn't it? I'll look it up just to see. Uh, just to see, <laughs> Chris Eubank. Um, just to see, I'm curious to see. You it was, yeah, Sadine looks like Chris Eubank, but like thinner. Is he black, Sadine? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought Sadine, I saw Sadine as a kind of like, like Moroccan dude. No, 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 no. Not Sadine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so in sync that we always and, uh, finish each other's sentence. sentences. <laughs> That's Henry Cavill. There he is. Henry Cavill. Oh, shit. Henry Cavill, what, ooh. Tell you what, Henry's been pumping the body. He 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 wasn't that bad, um, but no. the film was terrible. But he's cute though, isn't he? Yeah, I hate it. Is he better looking than Dornan? I think so. No. He is. No. Because, hey, Dornan's really, really cute, but he's a wee bit small on it. Shut up. Cavill's a big, look at that, that's a so, big dude. Right, um, let's, well, we <laughs> we talked about Michael Jardine on the podcast last week. Is it Jardine or Jardine? Sure. I think it's Jardine, but the Jardine, Jardine sounds sweeter. Like Jardine would be a sidekick, Sadiq and Sadiq and Jardine. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is, he, is it Jardine? Jardino? Jardino could be. Well, Jardino, long time listener of the show. We've only had like nine podcasts. Yeah. Um, but he mugged you off a couple of weeks ago. You extended mm-hmm. an olive branch. You made up. Yeah. He's not my favorite guy. And he's overdone it. He's overdone it with you because he's neglected me and he's forgot about me. And yeah. um, you want to just tell the listeners what happened during the week? He got himself a wee prezi and it was a Boytown t-shirt, which was really... Unofficial merchandise, yeah. illegal. I know. But um, so he uh, he brought it with him to... The PSN I've been informed. They've been informed, you know, fair play, but it was illegal. Fair play, but you going to jail, yeah, bro. You know. But you uh, get, at least you'll get some party favours. He brought, he brought that with, us, with him to Lavery's last night. Got a wee photo with me with it. It was nice. Um, piece of shit yeah but you, you, you could have gone last night but you just chose not to it's fair enough because you do your own thing oh, how was your gig last night great it was really good new leverage new setup. they've moved the, where the performance area from being just as you go in the door to the left to being right better. in the back corner far better now I think about it if the gig's on you can still get people coming in later it won't be disturbing the main yeah, gig from the back too because when you're coming in you're basically coming onto the stage yeah I might say if you'll let me on next week. But it's the next. Very, it was very good. Who's um, doing the next one, do you know? I do not know. Um, but it's handier for us too. I'll see if Lil Prince can play. Because there's a wee, a wee area where we'd all sit at the back. So rather than having to shimmy past everybody. And do Charlie. Uh, exactly. Um, we just got ourselves straight on stage. That was great. A couple of mics. It's handier for that tech as well. And I think we did a full house last night, but it didn't feel like it was cramped. Like it didn't feel like an Indian train last night. It felt... Just great, and tried some new stuff, and I believe it felt good. I was going to do a gig in my last night in Vegas. I was trying to get on like the Laugh Factory out there, and then there's a place called Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in in MGM itself. Yeah. You just got too many party favors to collect. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was tweet, I was tweeting them a message and being like, "There's five Brad Garrett's? Yeah, 
I said, and the laugh factor, I was like, there's 5,000 Northern Irish fans in Las Vegas. Apart from fight night, people were looking for stuff to do. Yeah. And like people were asking me, like, are you yeah. doing a show out here? Because I did that yeah. in Paris when I was over at the Euros. And it was it was brilliant. Um, but I just couldn't get I couldn't get sorted. Too short notice, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but then I was going to just go to the, about six miles away in a taxi and do an open mic gig on my last night. I would go six miles out of anywhere on your own. We prince like you, yeah. We prince, yeah. would be kidnapped. See, if you turn down, like it would be in good spirits and all, and you'd be like, Nah, don't worry about it, Sadine. I don't need any yeah. of your gear. Sadine would be like, That's cool, that's cool, boy. Yeah, and then Sadine would hook up his taxi driver, bring you a Sadiq. Little Lord Fauntleroy doesn't need that, so no. I stayed in Little Lord Fauntleroy, stayed in his palace that night. And who, who was, how was John? Did John get up to any mischief? Yeah, uh, well, same mischief. So, on the last there last night, I extended to stay on another day. Mm-hmm. So, at the fight, it was John's birthday. Yeah. So plying him a drink, I made him do a neck and nominate out in the strip <laughs> with two wee bottles of Jägermeister. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not Jägermeister, it's Jägermeister. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Um, so you mean me and my buddy Chan? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was all rubber before we went in, but on the way to the fight, UTV Live, like our local news station, yeah. we're interviewing like Northern Ireland fans out in the strip. Uh-huh. We walk past and we're like, "What do you do? We interview about the fight." And we're like. Oh. Yeah, 100%, no problem. Blocked, fully blocked. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was talking, and then halfway yeah. through, it was like, my brain was going, I don't know what your mouth is saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get you the hookup yeah. to find out what it's saying, but I don't know. Um, I said something about car fronting, bringing together both sides of the community, and you are like, got emotional saying it, and I was like, yeah. I am very drunk. Yeah. And John was, talk- <laughs> John was talking about Las Vegas, and he's like, well, you know, you know, Las Vegas. It's all about the history and culture here. You know, yeah. given the fact that the city's <laughs> yeah. it's like less than fifty yeah. years old. Um, so that was funny, and thankfully that wasn't on TV. I was like, I I've seen that. I was like, I've blown it back home. I'm not going to be the people's Diana anymore. But but hold on, you, you if you had gone out, you would have been like a wee bit of a slut because you're a BBC guy. You know, yeah, UTV. That's probably why BBC TID till I die or till yeah. they like don't want to do stuff for me yeah. anymore, and then I will look at anywhere. I'll go yeah. literally anywhere. UTV, else. If you want. literally anywhere else. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Anywhere. Yeah. Babe station. I, I'll, I I think you probably get a lot of viewers in Babe station. Yeah. You get that guy. Be like, hey, would you like? I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, you to, yeah, yeah. To get some chocolate yeah. on your body. Sent us some some <laughs> some Maltesers for him. <laughs> I don't know why he's talking. I want him to put it in his body and pretend he's a rabbit. Oh, um, I've got. Shows coming up. Um, I will talk about those. I'm gonna do a wee Sh- bit of a tour. Sh- where? Northern Iron. When? Before the summer. Who's your support act? You for some of it. And. And who? And the some of it. Yeah. Oh, who's in the rest? Well, Oma's already in the diary, and that's Connor Keys. Sly. Not Sly because Connor runs that show and he did Ulster Hall, so it makes sense to have Sly because he, he sort of then shush Sly. But you'll be doing you'll be doing the other ones. Where are they? Um, they're not set up just yet, but they're going okay. To be. Fine. I'm hoping to have you fucking um, lucky at that Connor Keys. I'm hoping I'm to jealous. have Don Patrick, Arma, Corian, Balamina. Lisburn, there's going to be a few more, uh-huh. but it's low key. And then once I've done Edinburgh, big shows. Right, okay. I have a meeting on Friday about big shows. Nice. And I mean big shows. Bigger than shows you've done before. Well, it's the big shows. Bigger than shows you've done before. Technically, yes, but maybe in the same venue, but maybe more than one show. Okay. Um, 
Nice. Mm. We'll good. see what happens. Um, are you? Is the comedy squad getting on the bus this year? I do not know. I don't. There's been no real chat about it. Chat about it. Personally, I would do it. Obviously, but I'd rather get a VR show done myself, sort of, and ready for Edinburgh. By, but again, we're we're a team. We're friends. If we were doing the gig together, I would be more than happy to get together with my boys, be khaki and then do a gig. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, 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 absolutely. But no, I think I want to get an Ireland show done for Edinburgh. I've got my premise in mind. It's going to be good. Tried out some new bits last night. Really, I felt real good to do it. We'll talk about we'll talk about gigs yeah. in a bit. Um, I've watched something that I want to talk about. You've watched something you want to talk about. Yeah. Curious unusual deaths. Curious and. Curious and unusual deaths. Fill, in the words of Craig David, fill me in. It's a show it's on Netflix, so if any of you guys have heard of Netflix, maybe, you know, yeah. you might have a wee subscription or whatever, it's something, it's a streaming service where you can right, watch yeah, yeah. No, they know, they know, they know. and movies and stuff yeah, yeah, on the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch it on a home computer yeah, yeah, yeah. or a laptop. Anything, anything. You can yeah, also yeah, watch yeah. it through your device, like a PlayStation perfect, or your mobile phone. Perfect, perfect. But it's a show, Curious Unusual Deaths, is basically... Curious and Unusual curious, Deaths. Curious and Unusual Deaths, yeah. right? It's basically mm, different curious. Yeah, about mm, how people unusual. have died in very strange ways. Right. right. And obviously it like reenacts to an extent, not up until death, but just Like do happens. you remember the programme nine nine nine? Yeah. Wasn't like, Is it like that. Like that? Like no. That. no, no. It's, it's got a narrator over the top and he's got a degree of humour in him, right? But it always has like to you. Yeah, do you ever watch CSI? No. One of those shows, but you know why you sure you know from popular culture, no. where like one of the guys says something about the body, he'll put his shades on and be like, no. wow. No. Well, you, so like say, for example, no. there's a beauty queen, right, who gets murdered. Yeah. And like her face gets exploded. Yeah. Like the, the, the cop would go in and like see her and be like, she won't be winning any more beauty pageants without a face. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that. But that's like, you know, you so, know the guy with white hair who does the police chase videos and he's like, this guy won't be clocking in for a shift yeah. anytime yeah. soon. This guy's going to get murdered in jail. What, I love him. What's great? The, the, there's a narrator in Curious. And what this death. guy didn't count on was, but, was the nerve of this Michigan police officer. But this narrator, he would be like, and this is, he would, he would talk. <laughs> this guy won't be saying boo to a goose anymore. <laughs> but this, this narrator's kind of along those lines, but he's got it more subtle voice he's like he would talk through people they want to do this they're trying to do that but it always ends with the same saying so like I could pick a few examples out he had one where he like this man went to play a game of golf but the only thing he played his way into was a curious and unusual death mugged him off yeah even though the guy's dead he wanted nothing more than to stake out new ground but all he managed to claim was his own curious and unusual death that guy deserved to die by the way that yeah. the second guy what he did right he was just out in his field in Romania somewhere and he was like scavenging looking for some metal and things and he found this like <laughs> he found this way like looked like the top of a hammer say he's like this looks like good I'll make this into a tool brought it in sort of welded it onto a thing turns out it was a bomb for the second world war so he welds this onto the thing goes out to do a wee bit of garden smashes <laughs> blows up dies so yeah that was that was pretty bad and, but yeah, watch Curious Unusual Death. It's good. It's kind of bantery. It's entertaining, and it's only twenty minutes long. Oh, so it is. You can, you know, you don't have to really commit to it per se. Well, I've started watching a thing called Knives Over Forks. So last week, um, I had a bit of lunch with Mark McCann, 
Okay. Actor Martin McCann, who I think we should get on this, because when he came on the radio show, he was barrels of laughs. Mm-hmm. He did a film. Do you know about the, did I tell you about the film he did last week? No. Or like two weeks ago? So Woody Harrelson directed his first mm-hmm. film, but it's live. Mm-hmm. So they did it live and streamed it into like 450 cinemas all over the world. Yeah. So they shot it in London and Marty was in it, mm-hmm. like one of the main guys. And uh, we'll get him on the podcast and he'll tell the story, but because it was genuinely all live, yeah. there was a bit where someone was supposed to say something, yeah, but they didn't. And Marty was just looking at Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And they had the improv, right? Yeah. They just had the improvise. But Woody Harrelson was supposed to be on the phone. Marty's mm-hmm. playing a policeman. And Woody's like trying to ring, but someone's supposed to say something interrupted. Yeah. But it didn't. So Woody was looking at Marty, being like, say something, and Marty just went, he, he said it was like the worst bit of improv he's ever done. He yeah. went, just maybe not in. Or yeah. It was just <laughs> such a weak line. But he said, but it, it got good reviews, and apparently it was very good. Nice. Um, but anyway, he was telling me about a thing called Knives Over Forks, mm-hmm. which is a documentary that has made him like consider becoming vegan. Right. His girlfriend's vegan. And I watched a bit of it. And Do my girlfriend's a vegetarian also? But not vegan. I don't know the difference, really. Neither do I, but I'm considering becoming a vegan. But I'm not going to be, like, preachy. I'm not going to be, like, posting about it. Nah. I just might consider it. But then the only thing nah. is, I love fish you and chicken. beef. I don't like beef. Well, I do like beef, but I don't eat it. I don't mm. eat red meat as it stands. Yeah. But, but apparently you can't eat fish. You can do a couple of times. fish, eat, there's, like, plastic in the ocean, mm-hmm. and that gets into fish, and then you eat plastic, is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't taught MD. Yeah. Oh, dear, dear, dear. No, I, I, fair enough. You want to be vegan or vegetarian? Uh uh-uh, uh, not for me. You know, I, I'll never do it. I'll, to be fair, in order to make food for my girlfriend, I would eat some vegetarian food with her, vice versa. No, she'd always just eat vegetarian food, but. You know, Why is she vegetarian? Because I think she saw a truck with animals on it going to slaughter when she was young, like about eight or nine, and it was just like you know, lambs, heads hanging out of the side of this truck, and it's just a real traumatic scene, it's just like they're being tortured, and she loves animals, so I just think she made that decision not to do it, so... She fish? Mm, yeah, okay, but only like white fish, not salmon or anything like that, or no... But what's the difference? Sardines. But, I, I just don't know, fish... No, but what's the difference in fish, of like, what's the logic in that, of why I only eat white fish? But, well, it's because it tastes good. Oh, right. Really? No, that's yeah. only, there's no but salmon tastes good? No, she doesn't like the taste of it. It's too oh, fishy right, for right, her. But yeah, she, I just think she, she, would eat, she would eat fish if she liked the taste of it. But just eats the white fish. And I wouldn't eat any meat, wouldn't eat chicken, wouldn't eat... But like I would definitely mm-hmm. not be doing it with it, out of ethical yeah. reasons. Like I would still want them to oh, be killed. Yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't eat them. Yeah. No, I'm but I would. Fuck them. Fuck the lambs. <laughs> slaughter those bitches. Nah, that's sly. Now, if you, I, I, I once went on a PE walk up the morns. To slaughter right? a lamb? <laughs> and... <laughs> And I was really afraid of the sheep because I don't know what it was, but I was cold, it was a wee bit chilly. Maybe I was getting a bit delirious. But they Did were you all, get bear grills and open it up and wear it? No, they were all just staring at me. Right. And I didn't want to walk through the field because they were staring at me and I just didn't like it. It made yeah. me feel uncomfortable. And you know why people say that the devil lives through sheep? No. Well, they do. And that just frightened, frightened me, right? When I, I, I was like on sheep. a school trip to Streamville, not nursery school trip to Streamville Farm, mm-hmm. and I was wearing like. Um, Waterproof, like do you know, like PVC <laughs> trousers and zip up. Do you know, like not PVC, but do you know, like I don't do waterproofs. Oh, we get masks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wee boys get mad. Just a red PVC. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany. Yeah. It's on a dog lead. Yeah. <laughs> With a gas mask connected from your face to your butt. <laughs> no, I was probably wearing a wee Man United kit, but I was wearing this like waterproof thing, right? Okay. It was a Man United get mask, right? I was wearing a wee waterproof ensemble. And it was matching and it was really cool and I thought I was a wee cool boy. And then I got in with all the sheep, yeah. like the lambs, and then just all started to like eat it and bite it. Yeah. And then they ripped it with their teeth and they started to eat my clothes. <laughs> right, okay. So I I'm just having feel... a real bad flashback. No, it just, I don't like that you're doing that. It just, uh, it upset me. What are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm just having a wee check my phone here real quick. But why? Because um, I may have to look after her. Cousin's dog, so let me just see. Fair enough, right? So now he's over forks. So I, I, I don't know. The only, the only thing that would make me weird about being vegan is well, what do I do about like iron and protein and all that? You can take those tablets supplements because people can become anemic. But then I would break it. I would br- probably break it once a week. Mm-hmm. What's but look? That's what I was saying to you. Like because of that, I'm trying to eat a couple of nights a week just vegetarian for no other reason other than eat too much meat it probably just clogs you up a bit yeah you know and I'm because I'm trying to lose weight I'm trying to just and I, I did that Randox health thing and one of yeah. the things was cholesterol for me yeah and that obviously if I eat less meat well, well that could do yeah. yes it should do but also take like some supplements for that like yeah, cholesterol yeah. Actimel and stuff Um, let's but, talk about what well, before you go into it if any listeners are vegans or vegetarians and if any like good advise me Good like recipes around that are tasty and vegetarian. Let us know. Tasty baby, tell me. Uh, you know we can hook us up with a good vegetarian meal. Sedine. He hooks you up with what you want, baby. Sedine's he has a wee deli as well. <laughs> That's deli, a fun yeah. for his drug business. Yeah, of course it is. Um, okay, I'm gonna do my quacks, and then we're gonna talk about gym life and salt bay. Okay, I'm right. So please don't write. I'll look away. Okay, but remember to talk in the mic when you come back. Okay, I'll do that. I'll look. I'll just. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Here we go. If a female ferret does not have sex for a year, she will die. Thankfully, this is not true for human females, whose sexual desires can remain strong, but not strong enough that the anticipation and waiting will cause them to die. <laughs> What's something that you can't wait for? <laughs> um, I actually can't wait for Arsenal to play Chelsea at the weekend. That's what, what a I can't wait for. boring answer. Yeah. I also can't wait... What day is it on? Saturday, Saturday at half twelve. I also can't wait for... I'm going to watch uh, out with you. you watching here? Yeah, I've been working, so I'm going to be finishing work hopefully about quarter past 12. I'll get home. Yeah, I'll still watch out here. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Yeah. Talking to the mic. I'm excited about that. Oh, not that loud. And I'm also excited about new material that I'm going to be doing, okay. new stuff. I'm excited about that. And maybe doing Boytown Live. And Boytown Live and the radio show. I'm excited about Yeah, the radio show's coming so, back. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Okay. Alfred Kinsey, author of Sexual Behaviour in the Human Meal, 1948. Uh-huh had a collection of 5 million wasps and could insert a toothbrush into his penis, bristle end first. How long do you brush for? Um, as in, in my bum or my mouth? Just how long do you brush for? I brush for probably... <laughs> I brush for less time than that, but um, I'd say about 47 seconds. And what about your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> 42. Okay, last quack. Culture club singer Boy George is banned <laughs> from the majority of London's tennis clubs yeah. due to repeated... No, no, you don't dare. I'm listening, sorry. No, you sort that first. Right, okay, okay. You sort that first. Right, okay. You do not... The, the, the quacks are sacred. Oh, I, I know. And you show ultimate disrespect 
by being on your phone. I'm sorry, and I'm not. And going especially when it's about Boy George. I know. I'm sorry. Hurry up. I'm sorry. Go. <sighs> Culture club singer Boy George is banned from the majority of London's tennis clubs due to repeatedly playing playing his famous top hat prank. <laughs> the prank sees boy. <laughs> <laughs> the prank sees boy creep up behind a gentleman, fill his zebra print bonce house. <laughs> with sperm and quickly put it on the unsuspecting man's head. While the man shouts in shock and horror, boy does cartwheels and shouts, <laughs> Federer or Nadal? <laughs> I think it's you boy doing that, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's 100% Federer. Federer, yeah, fair enough. All day. All day, or day. Fair enough. All day, or day. Can I confirm this here? Yeah. Yes. Right, keep going. shit. Sorry. Um, so I want to talk about gym life and how I'll kick off because I um, I went to the gym once when I was away. Right, okay. I had the intention to go three times. Haven't made it. I'm hoping to go tonight, but if not, I'm going to resume early morning. But uh-huh. I had like a moment of consciousness. Right, okay. I was getting into the shower uh-huh. in my hotel. There's a mirror across from the shower. Yeah. I looked at myself mm-hmm. and I'm not happy with my body. Right, okay. What's not happy? I think I'm still skinny mm-hmm. and I'm I just want to like I want to fill out more for a start don't become vegan then yeah but David Hayes vegan yeah but he was not vegan up until he got to that shape you know what I mean but surely you can still be vegan and not as big it's not as easy because of you not being able to take supplements because of your weak condition and all yeah. you need the meat you need the, you need to you take need the, the meat. natural meat yeah. <laughs> is that your shut up like? yeah Hey baby, you need that natural meat. Um, okay, I'll not. I'll not become vegan. Good. Um, but it's all right to do it a couple of days a week and all. I just need. I. I don't know. I need. To, I maybe need a trainer. You know. Because yeah. I'm going and I'm putting it in, mm-hmm. and I'm. Say I'm doing arms. I'm I don't working think my arms. I don't think you're doing heavy enough though. You're doing more to tone up. But no, not. now I'm going. Now I'm very heavy. You need to work up. You need to work up, 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 and do. You need to like almost take big breaks between your sets and lift heavy. But that's what I am doing. I'm doing. You're not doing reps. enough. I am. What? How many reps? I'm doing four sets of six. Four. You'd be doing heavier for four reps. I'm going as heavy as I can. You need to go no, heavier. No, you need me to spot four you. sets of six reps. You need for me to fucking four spot sets you. Need of me six to reps. fucking spot you. Six is not enough. But you said six high is, weight, low reps. Yeah, but six is, is, uh, is high reps. You'd be looking at one rep max and all you can do and then you're fucked. You need to build up to it. So I need to be in one rep? If you, if you have to go up to that to know where your max is, yeah. We'll, need, we'll do a day. We'll set a day aside and we'll go to the gym. We'll test our one rep maxes and things, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll see where we're at. And then we'll work towards that. And that's what we'll do. Yeah. Because I, I don't see you often enough with doms. You <laughs> do the next day. I know. So, but I feel like that. I work it until I can't go anymore. But you work it like you you, you work it you work it differently. You know what I mean? It's like if you were to do thirty press ups, you'd be fucked. I mean, I know, but you know what I mean. If you do thirty, <laughs> whereas if you bench press three reps of ninety, you'd be probably more fucked. You need to be doing three reps of the heavier weight in order to expand yourself. Because essentially, how you build muscle is to damage the muscle and then it regrows bigger. Like that's how I got such a big dick. I just keep breaking <laughs> it and let it grow. <laughs> Breaking it like a like a glow stick. Yeah, busting and, and it, it does causes, go luminous weird. Causes much damage. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I need I need to rethink things. Yeah, but but it's fine. My, my, all right. My abs are looking good, but that's about it. Yeah, I think you need to just focus on the arms, the back, 
I won't chest. I won't good chest. But the big back is the bit that people neglect. Back and shoulders. You look bigger if you do shoulders and back. So back. I am doing that. I'm doing one day, one day um, triceps and chest. One day shoulders and abs. Big focus on abs. That day we were doing abs every yep. other day. Legs, biceps and back, and yeah, four four days. Right. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I just need to. But do you have it on paper what you do in the gym? No, but I'm going in to do four exercises of each, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I change it up. Well, I, I right. We'll pick a day, and I'll go and really push like a bodybuilding type workout to get big. Right. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Right, okay. How how are things going for you? They're all right. I'm back. I've been back to the gym. I'm dieting again from stag do. Um, I've fucking dying at you're looking good thank you my hair is a wee muff stage now yeah yeah needs a cut but I'll have to stay this out for about another month before mm-hmm. I go to the wedding and look, look tidy so yeah I'm going to I've, I'll be back to the gym I haven't actually been today I was going to go after the gym but have I'm, you dipped I'm like at all or are you nah I've put on a few pounds and stag but yeah that's going to happen so I'm going to do a wee uh, Lena 15 hit workout tonight in the house just because the dog's coming around so and she's also leaving her pet <laughs> <laughs> she's going to hit me for that but yeah, sure yeah, yeah it's only a joke Don't you changed hit to hit very quickly yeah, like you yeah, were scared yeah yeah, yeah I, was, I was I was scared yeah sorry I'm sorry Um, you said on the last podcast that you were going to bring some new videos out yeah uh, where, where are they they're the written right I'm I'm working hard at the minute. You do this thing, right, where you uh-huh. go, you can't deny this, right? Mm-hmm. Where you go, um, talk about a project and you go, um, I'm just, I'm writing that today. Yeah. I'm working on that today. and Or material. You'd be uh-huh. like, yep, working material. Uh-huh. Then you ring me an hour before a, a gig starts yeah. and you go, so what about this bit where this uh-huh. happens? I'm like, well, you haven't yeah. obviously worked it out. Yeah. But, but I have, mostly with material. With, it's harder for fit at the minute, right? I have a lot of stuff to pay for. I have to be working hard. I have to work overtime. I'm trying to work in the gym. I'm trying to get this. It's hard to get the You're time. You're working to in do the it. gym? No, I'm working out in the gym. I'm putting oh, my okay. work in. Okay. I'm putting my work in. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get the time to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is difficult. Okay. And I will, once I have I'm a stock. I'm looking at you, Why? I would rather do it where I have a stock of stuff that I can record in a full day. Like a wine cellar of banter? Yeah. So I'd like to do maybe four or five videos in the one day and then stagger them. It's what I'm planning to do. I don't have them written, and obviously it's different, you know, the right material and it is the right. Oh yeah. For videos, so I need to get more stand-up filmed. Yeah, by yourself of you, mm-hmm. and so do I as well. So maybe put our heads together, we could do that. Well, I guess I'm exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I put you like one big coat and put you on my shoulders. Yeah, or the fun. other way around. I probably yeah. it probably be easier for yeah you go on my shoulders. <laughs> but but no, it's just it's just difficult at the minute. I'm trying to make time. Obviously, I want to pursue work on the comedy and do it more and be doing it ideally full time at some point but at the minute I have to work real hard put a grind on I'm working overtime sucking myself to the ground like I'm working hard to try and you know make make myself better so I'm sorry no it's fine you, know, you have all the time holidays and all and yeah but I'm, I'm working I'm always on that I'm, I'm always on that grind. I'd love to be on that grind like that but I have to get on that grind and I have to go on the real life grind to pay for this fucking casa you live in <laughs> <laughs> underground <in> myself <laughs> um, hard I think you know if I didn't have this house yeah. to pay for, yeah. I'd be doing comedy full time. Yeah? Yeah, because I'd live at home and just live off the money. So, Is you your know. phone ringing? It's not ringing. 
But anyway, I'm in good mood. I'm not going to... Sorry, everybody, for the podcast a couple of weeks ago when I was grumpy. This is long overdue. You know, and I apologise. And if you guys want... Do you want to apologise to me? No, I would like you to apologise to me. <laughs> no. And I think, I think our listeners should all tweet me and apologise for making me upset. The li- you want the listeners to tweet yeah. you? Why? Because I just think they should appreciate what I go through to... But why did they upset you? Because they, they if it wasn't for the listeners, there'd be no podcast. And if it wasn't no podcast, I wouldn't have been upset that day. So, okay. Yeah. And also, I forgive everybody. Like <laughs> no, 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 friends, no, no. They don't want. They don't I, want I want them to. I want. Okay. The, I want to be able to forgive the listeners. Okay. I feel like we, that got really nice there. Yeah. yeah. Um. We'll do your quacks. We'll do the big debate this week. Yeah. And then I think we'll leave that out. I think so. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what are we going to go for now? Um, you're quacked. Here we go. I'm looking forward to this. You were <laughs> giggling like a wee schoolboy when I arrived at your house. Right, okay. Oh, Talking to the micro member. All right, all right. All right. You motherfucker. You ready? Yes. Zimbabwean leader Robert Mugabe is said to be a massive fan of US sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. In particular, Mugabe really enjoys the character of Frank, played by the late Peter Boyle. So great is his love of the show that Mugabe has personally financed the commission of a reimagined version of the show to be shot in Zimbabwe in late 2017. Everybody Loves Robert will feature an Mugabe's awesome... Mugabe's dead. He's not. Mugabe's alive, mate. Alive and well. Anyway, Everybody Loves Robert will feature an all Zimbabwean cast with the exception of Don Cheadle, who will star as Mugabe. <laughs> this new show will focus on the hysterical day-to-day shenanigans of the Mugabe family and feature some eye-watering anecdotes written by Mugabe himself. <laughs> but what's your favourite sitcom? Um, and that would be if that was on. Yeah. I would I would definitely watch it. Everybody Loves Robert. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, if Stevie Nice, who's all the way in Canada, I want to give him a shout-out. If he's listening, I'd like him to do up and Everybody Loves Robert. I have brilliant. to give. I have to apologise to Stevie because he asked us to do that gig in Omar Rugby Club, um, but I just let it slip until it was too late. I genuinely, I genuinely apologise. I don't no. apologise to you for the podcast couple weeks ago. I apologise to Steve Nice for that. You know what we should do? What we should go out to Canada and do a gig there. Yeah. Make Where up. in Canada are you? Let us know, and we'll maybe do that if we go on another trip. We'll go to Canada. You won't go on another trip. You know what? If I can be, it can be financed. Dad is working hard to pay for life. Like, but it's not. We try to make it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be. It might. Never give up. Never give up. Okay. Struggle. I won't. Okay. okay. I won't, I won't. Um. Okay. Go for your next quest. Having retired from government, a lot of people have been wondering what former Deputy First Minister Martin McGuinness is going to do now with his newfound free time. Luckily for us, I met up with Martin last week and asked him this exact question to try and shed some light on things. Martin replied with one word, pussy. (laughs) Throughout my nine-hour interview, Martin would not stop talking about pussies. And that theme was carried out throughout the entire duration of the nine-hour chat. Martin told me that he obviously loves pussies. He likes the feel of them. He likes the smell of them. He told me he much prefers sniffing ball pussies to hairy ones, unlike his old mate Jerry Adams, who apparently loves the smell of hairy pussies so much that he rubs his beard on them and carries the smell about with them all day. I asked Martin why he loves balls pussies so much and how long he's been into it, and he said that he's been into ball pussies for years, even back in the 1970s when it was much hairier pussies were said to be in vogue. Although Martin prefers bald pussies, he loves all kinds of pussies. So much so that he still volunteers at the Assisi Animal Shelter on a weekly basis. But what's your favourite pet being in your life? <laughs> um, my favourite pet is my mum's dog at the minute. What's his name again? Billy? Billy. After the footballer, Eric Billy? 
I don't think so. Um, just, that name came with him. Mm-hmm. He was owned by Eric. Yeah, yeah, Eric so. um, yeah, just I love him. That's good. Yeah. I like that. My favourite pet's my, my wee dog, Bobby. Okay. Love him. Did you know? And you Sorry, will we get Bailey and Bobby in for a podcast some week? Yeah. I'll get Charlie in as well because I'm looking after him. Yeah. But he'll tack, he'll tack the other two. He's a okay. psycho. Then I'll kick his shit in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> Did you know that a new life hack has been discovered that could save thousands of lives? I didn't know. Human centipede anus breathing <laughs> <laughs> could save countless lives in underwater scenarios. <laughs> this hack involves pressing your taut lips tightly around someone's anal sphincter and using the anus as a breathing device. If the head is above water, they can breathe and pass the fresh oxygen <laughs> through their body and present it really? outside the anus. Yeah. This chain can be successfully implemented to offer up to 15 people. <laughs> What's the one life hack you can How live do you without? know that? Just hasn't pointed a knowledge. Um, the one life hack I couldn't live without. Always yeah. take tea bags with you anywhere you travel to. That's a good one. Take your own tea. Right, this is my last one. Um, <clears throat> Famous dance choreographer Brian Friedman is an avid fan of witchcraft. Hmm. He clearly uses these skills to perform incredible dancing feats, such as his never seen, <laughs> such as his never before seen move, the sixty-minute freeze in which Friedman balances completely rigid and erect in one finger without a hint of movement for a period of 60 minutes. I'm sure you'll agree, that's some David Blaine shit right there, son. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is said that along with world-class dancing, Brian uses witchcraft to lure wee boys into his antechamber, <laughs> where he allegedly sacrifices the boys to his god, Gianni Versace. <laughs> Luckily, this is not sacrifice in the traditional sense. <laughs> Thankfully, there is no murder involved. Friedman, however, sacrifices the boys by putting linseed oil in their wee booties and proceeding to ram his head between their buttocks and impersonating Bobcat Goldthwait's character Zed from the Police Academy movies. <laughs> but what's the freakiest thing you've ever done to a wee lad? <laughs> <laughs> um, freakiest thing I've ever done to a wheeler. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's been some freaky thing you've done to a wheeler. Like, um, my co- when me and my cousin Ryan were younger, um, we were sitting in my dad's car. And my dad ran in and got some from the house, and I turned the car fa- car lighter on. And then burnt, put it on his leg. A sexual thing? Or no, no. <laughs> I just thought it would be really sore, but I didn't want to check on myself. Okay, and he, he confirmed yeah. it. Yeah, it was really sore. Nice. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to get Brian Friedman on the show to talk I'd about love this? To. I'd love to. I think it'd be right up the street. Yeah, it would be very If you invited Brian to Boytown, he'd be there yeah, on the Express. But have you ever seen the way he wears his hoods? Yeah, just he half just, up. Just half up. I like it. It's he's, nice. He's almost a fashion style icon. He's brooding. Um... Yeah, there were some good quacks. Thank you. Well done. Cheers. Um, okay, so will we do the big debate? I will do the big debate and all. So sometimes on the show we do a big debate about a serious matter. Mm-hmm. This week it's torture. Why is it torture? What happened? It's this torture week? because, and I'll just bring up the story, make sure my facts are correct. Because I mean, don't want to follow my 100% accurate facts. Yeah, the quacks. quacks. You don't want to get the quacks and the facts no. mixed up. Um, no, but they're both true, so whatever. Um. Basically, this week, um, 
I've got it. Have I gone for the wrong story? No, this week, um, apparently waterboarding electrocution were used during the Troubles. Um, there was a guy who's, I think he's a... Paddy Ashton? No, Paddy Ashton was responding to this. So, um, apparently, I think it was not, not a Heath, obviously, because he's a... Just give us the gist of it, it doesn't matter. Basically, he was saying that, yeah, he was a, a paratrooper um, during the Troubles. And he's like, yeah, I tortured people. I basically did. It's like, he's saying he used techniques that were legal during the time, but now are illegal. So, like, see, sleep deprivation and, like, static noise harassment and things. See, I I, used. I heard that um, the British Army used to, like, take suspected terrorists up in, like, a chopper, up in a uh-huh. helicopter, and they would, like, fly about for ages, uh-huh. and then they would tell them they were just over the lagging. Yeah. And they would... But in reality, they were, like, five feet off the ground yeah. back in the Army barracks. And then they would say, like, final chance, give us the information. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't say anything, they would push them out. Mm-hmm. But you're only falling, like, a couple of feet. Yeah. Um, waterboarding, I associate with being, like, a new thing for some reason. Yeah. Like, I just associate that with Iraq. I waterboarded a mate in the Stag Day once for banter. Did he know? It was just to see what it would be like? Yeah. What was it like? Well, it was with beer, so it didn't really work too well. But we, we all thought this would be good banter. We'll hold him down and put the wet tile on his face. I'll get his dick out, and then I'll just pour the water yeah, over, yeah, his, yeah. over his face. Didn't like it. You didn't like Everyone, it. Nah, it's, apparently, it's really sickly to do. Does it feel like you're drowning? I don't know. I've not had it happening to me, but I think that's what well. It next is. week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea behind it is to make you feel like you're drowning, yeah. and that's it. And that would be a horrendous feeling. Yeah. But I think the question is: is torture justified? Well, that was a debate on Nolan this morning, Radio Ulster. Okay. Like, if if someone has information that's going to ultimately save lives, yeah. is it justified to torture them? It's kind of like, does the end justify the means, in some respects? One example from this morning was, and I'll ask you this question, mm-hmm. if uh, a paedophile had kidnapped a child mm-hmm. and, and was refusing to give their location, yeah. under any circumstances, is it... Is it justified to torture that person? Well, it all depends whether it's illegal, like what techniques you use. Is it legal or not? I personally think. But do you not think in that situation all bets are off? But it's always the the example used is always a paedophile. It's always if a paedophile did this, a paedophile. Well, no, that. say a terrorist. But then this is what people are saying. Like, there's all debate about, like, over here. Say, for example, if you're, say, a loyalist. And you get tortured. Yeah. You're going to go, oh, the, the police are doing this and that, blah, blah, blah. But if they were to do that to an IRA member, they could be going off fair play to it, or vice yeah, versa. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think in some cases, people do break. And then, like, you, you would maybe, like, give false confessions to things. Like, say, if you're looking to find weapons, you need to do something quick. Sometimes drastic measures would be required. But see, if you're just looking, if you're being held down, you're, you basically, you're like, I'd rather just go to jail and have this and you'll admit the crime you didn't do. I think there are some things that are too far with torture. Yeah, but so you're saying there is times where it's justified? But it, ha- it, it, it happens, you know what I mean? That's the, the crux of it is it does happen. You know, torture is something that happens. It's used, been used for years as a way and means of getting a course and information out of people. I think if it's proved that you have mm. this information, yeah. that is going to save lives. Yeah. If it's proved beyond... Any any mm-hmm. doubt, not even like, you know, you're linked to it and, and there's yeah. an argument for it. If it is proved 100% that you possess this information, then yeah. I mean, if I had a child 
and the child was kidnapped or taken and someone had information and yeah. you knew they had information, I would want anything to be done. But then you can't have it both ways because then I would also say, well, I don't believe if someone's like... You know the way you get like people in... in um, communist countries or yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to say it but like in Korea or whatever yeah. who are political prisoners that are tortured for talking against the, the yeah. regime then I don't believe they should be tortured mm. but then you get into the lines of well you're saying it's okay yeah. for one thing where do you draw the line and that's difficult but there is some situations where I would say if I was just honestly asked yes or no where I'd say yeah it is a lot say for example you catch Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi the head of ISIS you got him and he's going nah, where did I catch him you caught him, he's in your spar, weirdly, local yeah. spar, and you just got him. Yeah. One of the most wanted men in the world, head of ISIS. You get him, you've caught him, you're a hero. And he he obviously is the head of ISIS. He knows everything about ISIS. He knows everything about their splinter cells, yeah. where they're based in Europe, probably America, vice versa. Yeah. He knows um the these things. Yeah. You 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 know, he's not gonna tell you anything. Do yeah. you torture him? If there is an imminent threat yeah, yeah. Because you know what I think the problem yeah. the problem with the world is now, with regards to the whole Muslim debate, obviously Trump ban and things. I think to be honest, Trump won the election. Should at least you know give a bit of time to see how it's going. Everyone, it sort of is a, is a bit of sour grapes. You know what I mean? I've said it before, and Trump is an idiot, and he'll be impeached probably or or assassinated. But see the whole Muslim thing. See, I don't there's, think he's going to be either of those things. There's not enough. There's not enough knowledge of Islam, with a, within the media or within our countries to see you know what is all we're doing is associating one with the other you know what i mean you see the terrorist and you go oh shit that it's got to be muslims not muslim people doing it you know it's they're they're claiming they're extremists it's the yeah. same way as as like you had your man that did the attack on atoya was it up in the in norway mm-hmm. i can't remember his name but he's the black anders. guy anders Ryback or something? Yeah, no, he yeah, didn't. Him, him. Ryback? And yeah. Anyway, not Ryback, it's a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. But uh, Anders, whatever you call him, he was a Christian extremist, but they just built him lunatic, one man doing this. Well, we know... You know what I mean? More than... Living in Northern Ireland, yeah. we know more than anyone. A terrorist... You know, you're... There's something hugely wrong with you if you think terrorists are Muslim. Yeah. Terrorists are from everywhere, from every country. Yeah, Breivik. Breivik, yeah. yeah. Um... And it's mad that even, like, I saw Nigel Farage on This Morning program, and he was saying, you know, um, you know, there is Muslim people who mm-hmm. condemn terrorism. Yeah. But it's mad that he even has to say that, and some people yeah. go, well, I suppose there is. Like, of course there, of course but, there is. But it's, I think the problem of the world is religion anyway. It, the people take it, it's the one thing that's too literate. You know, people take it so literal that they're like, this is the way it is. This is a book written centuries ago. Da da da. You know, it's it's that's the problem. And what's to say? Like, why why if someone is Muslim, can they not go? Well, you know, Christians have different beliefs. Maybe they're right, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Maybe they are entitled to their views. Yeah. It's strange. Like, I went to the Islamic Center in Belfast to just for a day, like to learn about it and find out what the crack was. And basically, they were like, "Did you know?" Like the, there's the same God in Christianity as it is in Islam, yeah, yeah. And they're like, Al Allah is a prophet of God. You know, they believe there is that, but Allah is like a beingless person. There's, it's not a man. He's not a woman. He's you know, or it is whatever it is. But they were saying to me like, yeah, there are things in the Quran where if people are 
like fighting or going against Islam, you'll stand up and defend it. And the, the literal interpretation is that you will pick up arms and defend it. So extremists are taking that literally to mean, you know, if anyone's trying to put down Islam or, you know, will take up the swords and literally kill people. But I mean, there's things with there's things in the Bible that aren't yeah. taken literally anymore. But I I just I just think like media perpetuates the feeling that people have like and what well, scare tactics that's yeah, all. There's been no there. there's no story like no one wants to hear a story in the Middle East of just people going about their normal lives. Yeah, the fact that like we have a terrorism here and and there's never we've never had an extreme. In Northern Ireland, whereby someone's willing to strap a bomb to their body and blow themselves up, someone's willing to dress their kids in a in an outfit and blow the kids up, drive planes, fly planes into buildings. You know that is a new level of insanity, almost. Yeah. Like you look at some of the things that ISIS are putting out. And I, guess, I guess Michael Stone was the closest to that. Yeah, but Michael Stone. So I I still to this day do not know how Michael Stone survived that. Same. Yeah, I do not know because you saw what happened then after when the two corporals drove into the. Yeah, you know, like they were brutally murdered. Like he, but how he managed to be he, alive. I have if you no don't idea. know that story, he he essentially went to a Republican yeah. funeral. It was one the, the Gibraltar three that were murdered their funeral. He turned up at it and started. Did, did he kill anyone? Yeah, three people. I think he died. Yeah, yeah. He threw grenades. He shot people, and a lot of people were injured. And he was just running away. Just like he got caught by a mob. So like they caught him, and I don't. I, that's why it baffles me how they didn't yeah. kill him. It's no clue. But but he again. It's not, it's not like a selfishness, you know, but he, these people, like, if you're not scared of death, there's nothing scarier than a person yeah, that's not afraid to die. A person with nothing to lose yeah, is always scary. But, like, you look at ISIS and you see them throwing gay guys off buildings, they're stoning women for, like, there's, you know, for, like, creasing the Quran and stuff. It's, like, but mad, mad. It's thing. also not just, I mean, there is, there's people not in terrorist organisations yeah. that do that in certain yeah. places. But it's just so, so, and, like, and that, and that's and that's not a to me that's not a problem yeah. with Islam. That's a problem with those people. Yeah. But again, you have to have some belief rooted in something. Like again, we can flip it back to the DUP. You know, they don't agree with what they do, and it's their religious beliefs that X, Y, and Z happens. It's weird. But you have to look at like I I heard something today. Like I personally, I think to legitimately just ban Muslims, that's obviously racist and yeah. it's xenophobic and it's wrong. Yeah. But. Someone raised the point. It was like, why are people fleeing Islamic countries and coming to countries that aren't Islamic countries and not respecting that that's the way it is? You know what I mean? And and that's maybe because does the Quran not call for the world to be? Yeah, but that's that's what their caliphate is. Like that's what their holy war is saying that we want an Islamic state. Like that's what ISIS believe is the world should be an Islamic state. So they're trying to wage war on other states to make them be Islamic, basically. And that's their their caliphate, their war. They want it to be. And that's it. So, but I, I don't know, maybe it's just our, our manners or something that we would, like if I went to a foreign country, like say Dubai or whatever, we were allowed to drink in the streets. But then we're in no way religious. I'm not yeah. saying the Christians from here. No, 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 no. But my but point I'm trying to make is when you go to other places, there has to be a degree of respect in the way things are done. Oh, like if you want to worship different religions and different, go ahead, do it. But don't be like of the opinion, well, we're coming, we want to spread this. Everyone has to do it. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not fair, really. So, but again, I think then we need to wrap this up soon because it's getting yeah. pretty deep. Um, okay, well, let's plug gigs. Oh, also, here's the thing: um, I am going to get my teeth fixed at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone works for uh, a dentist or whatever that does that, um, 
let me know if anybody has had that done mm. because I don't want a visible brace mm-hmm. just from a bottom you teeth. can't have a visible brace Shane there's no denying that yeah yeah you can't because you that's have why to, I want to speak to people who you have to move the teeth mm-hmm. you will require a brace yeah but I can get an invisible brace invisible brace 100% 100% okay well people can fill me in about that let's plug some gigs I have um the Ergo coming up on, um, if I'm right, the 28th of February. It's the 24th, isn't it? 24th. You're on as well. Exactly. Is it the last Friday of the month? It is, and it is the 24th. Yeah. 24th. Uh, come to that. Neil Dugan and Mickey Bartlett on um, on March 2nd, March 1st, March 2nd. It's a Wednesday. Uh, I've got Queen's Comedy Club. Come don't, to go, that. don't go to that one. Stop saying that. Sorry. Um, don't. Who's on with me? Aaron McCann. Aaron McCann. Another sellout friend of mine. Aaron McCann. Dave still has a hump about a completely different gig of Queens. It's fine, don't worry about um, it. What you have you got to plug? In. I'm headlining the Pavilion on Monday. Come along. Monday. Ormo Road. Pavilion on Ormo Road. Just down from there. Go, where up. I'll be with Shane on the 24th yeah. of February. And I'm in Oma. Oma! And that's going to pop in this. Good. In April. Come to that. Nice. Um, um, yeah, we're talking about doing Boytown Live, so that'll probably be at the Black Box. And when? Amazing. Let's do it soon. We can do it next month, maybe. Guys, do you want to come to Boytown Live? Yeah, you do. Come on. Re- tell us, your, register your interest, and Let then we'll. And I think we oh, should. Sweet. I think we should fly into the questions now because dog dogs coming. Let's do it. So, let's get that going soon. Um, you know what's weird? This week, none of us have left. Yeah, we normally go for a wee, don't yeah, we? Yeah, and that's when we normally say nice things about each other. Yeah. Right. I think each week we should say something nice about the other person. Why don't you go first? Oh, no, we'll finish it after questions. Okay. 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 Declan says, you, you expect hashtag Nesbitt in Vegas to get as popular as it did? Um, yeah, I did actually because Nesbitt plus Vegas equals carnage. Do you know why I, I didn't know about that because I was blocked it so was funny. for two full days. So It was funny. We were just trying to find Jimmy Nesbitt. I just keep winking at the camera. That's really creepy. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Um, Dustin Dixon says Six Nations prediction mm, England I'll say Ireland Sophie Ross when are we getting married Sophie every week does she not ask that not every week sometimes okay. she's a week out Sophie Sophie stop being bold naughty girl <laughs> Ew, that's so creepy looking, so. say it again naughty girl oh. <laughs> whisper that right into the mic Naughty girl. Uh, uh, Craig says, tell us how you enjoyed Vegas. I absolutely that, bloody did, did that. Yeah. Uh, Rick Miller says, comedy squad, do come down with me. Who's dishing out the food poisoning? A lot of those boys fancy themselves yeah. as top-notch I'm gonna say McCann. star chefs. I'd say me or McCann. But you, but you make food for your dad. You get us in Woodsy or like, oh, here. oh we're foodies. Here, Kerry is a foodie as well. Yeah, Kerry cooks up a mean. You have never made me anything. I know. Oh, you have actually made me turkey I've made you loads. Aidan Rafferty, uh, what football team do you support and what position do you play? Man United, and I play as a winger. And I support Arsenal, and I'm just a player. You're a goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, is that it? I have a couple. Okay, go ahead. Red Derv by 
says, what, in your opinion, is the best video game ever? And you're not allowed to say FIFA or Pro Evo. I was just about to say FIFA 96. Streets yeah. of Rage or Golden Axe. Nice. I, I go Golden Axe. Probably more recently, Grand Theft Auto Five. I enjoy that. It's a good game. Okay. Um, the Dean of Mean, once again, Michael Jardine, said, if you had to sum up your personalities as a WWE superstar, who would you be and why? I would probably be The Rock when he was in The Nation. Right. Why was that? Because you're all about black rights. <laughs> because, like... You know, he's up and coming. He's he's young, like, mm-hmm. but he's he's young, but he's experienced, and he's pretending like you know, the fans basically like they respect him, mm-hmm. but they're like uh, he's a bit sly sometimes. Right? Okay. I, I don't know. I just think it looked like the Rock. I'm probably Hulk Hogan because I don't like black people. That's a joke. I I do. That's only. A re wrestling joke. Um, probably Mark Henry because I do look a lot like him yeah. physically. Yeah, yeah. I'm a strong guy and I've got longevity. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Last question. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, sorry. A follow on from the wrestling one is who is your fitness and st- slash style icon? Uh, style icon is, Boy, da- is David Guest and <laughs> <laughs> fitness inspiration or icon is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> got it by train. Yeah, yeah. Is. Um, uh, Rick Waller. Nice. Rick Waller's lean, but he's still better. Is he lean? He's, yeah, he's got quite. He's well, last I saw of him, he was lost a bit of weight. Uh, okay, we'll do that thing. We'll finish every week where we say something nice to each yeah. other. Oh. You say something nice to me. Um, I I think you. It's hard. This. <laughs> um, I think you can be humble from time to time, and that's a nice feature to be. I also think I'm humble and great. <laughs> and no, I'll take. I think, I think you. You, your hair's back. Think it's back. You went through a long time where it was poor, spiky. Okay, weak. I thing. can't compliment poor. your hair, as you know. No, I've got a muff helmet. It's fine. Your beard's looking good. Thank you. Appreciate. But that. here's the real compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're the best stand-up. Very, very honest. Not, I'm not following from that Thank statement. You. Okay. <laughs> I just think you're a very honest and trustworthy guy. Okay. And that's that's the hard thing to come by these days, I think. Thank you. Um yeah, you're, you're Is my heart in the right place, I think. So. Oh your heart's definitely in the right place, yeah. That's a nice, yeah. nice I way think to you've finish. got a real care inside to you. Thank you. I'm a care, big care I bear. think you're you're very paternal. I'm a maternal as well. You're also a material <laughs> girl. Um, yeah, that's a nice way to end, isn't yeah, it? That's nice. That's kissing both cheeks. Okay. Thank you for listening. Um Twitter at Shane Todd, Twitter at Lee Dave Elliott Instagram Facebook all that 95 plus 4 pennies yeah. add that shit up add it DRE right back on top of things give a fat like on the Facebook smoke some with your dog no stems no seeds no sticks St- some of that real sticky icky icky oh wait oh wait put it in the air I'm David Black and we're Bowler. Bowler's cars race internationally, but the opportunities going forward are to exploit the technologies to look at other potential markets for export. We've been for the last three years developing specialist vehicles for rapid response and expedition applications. And that was supported by the Department for International Trade to understand the local emissions legislations and allowing our vehicles to be exported to particular countries that will each have different requirements. If we can, you can. Search, exporting is great.